Hello folks, I'm John Myrie and welcome to the Wisconsin Northland Outdoors. On this week's show we have reports and tips for you from Jart McCarthy down at Hayward Bait and Bottle. And then we talk ice fishing with Hayward Area Fishing Guide Tom Leahy. And lastly, we've got even more ice fishing tips for you from Hayward Area Fishing Guide Steve Johnson. Lots to cover on this week's show all coming up right after these messages. Find your perfect Can-Am ATV or side-by-side at Hayward Power Sports. The all-new 2023 Can-Am Outlander ATVs were redesigned with the rider in mind for unmatched fun and value. Hit the woods or trails with models starting at $5,999. Plus, for a limited time, take advantage of a $500 rebate or 2.99% financing on select models. Looking for a side-by-side? The Can-Am Defender is the perfect utility side-by-side that's extra tough on the worksite, the ranch, or wherever you need to get the job done. Feel the adrenaline surge in the high-performance Can-Am Maverick, or get the best of work and play with the ultimate crossover, the Can-Am Commander. Claim the side-by-sides that fits your needs today and enjoy financing as low as 1.99% for 36 months on select models. Make every hunt a success, every trail ride an excitement-filled adventure, and make light work of your heavy-duty jobs, all with a brand-new Can-Am off-road vehicle from Hayward Power Sports, just 10 minutes east of Hayward on Highway 77. Upper subject to credit approval, see dealer for details. Riding along in my automobile. Bumping into things unexpectedly? Make your first choice for collision repair. Ernie's Auto Body, featuring the most advanced collision repair facility in northwest Wisconsin. With a state-of-the-art spray, baked-down, draft paint booth for that better-than-new finish, laser technology for precision frame alignment, loaner cars available, computerized estimates, written guarantees, and documented unmatched customer service, the clear choice is Ernie's Auto Body, south of Hayward on Highway 63 and Nursery Road, where quality is no accident. Lynn's Custom Meats and Catering welcomes you to stop by for their great lunch menu. And while you're there, Lynn's also has a great selection of custom cut meats and sausages, as well as many varieties of snack sticks, jerky, fresh cheese curds, and much more. Lynn's is open Mondays through Fridays from 9 to 5.30 and 9 to 4 on Saturdays. Lynn's Custom Meats and Catering in Hayward. Today, anglers fish longer. Today, anglers fish harder. Today, anglers rely more than ever on their electronics. It all comes down to catching more fish, and today, anglers rely on Amped Outdoors lithium batteries, period. Visit AmpedOutdoors.com today to power your outdoor experience. We're recording this week's show just a couple days early. Actually, we're recording this on Christmas Eve day because it's the early part of the week for the next weekend. So we're a week ahead of time on stuff, but you know, the boy, the weather out there is unbelievable. I've never seen it like this. I've seen some warm, you know, around Christmas, but there's always been a little bit of snow on the ground. Yeah, I almost feel like I should be sitting in the boat in the garage getting my uh, spring crappie stuff ready, but here we are. We've got ice on a lot of lakes, and we've, you know, just barely kicked off the ice season, and we got rain and warm weather, and yuck. You know, I drove in and drove up the north side around Big Round Lake, and there was a bunch of broken up ice offshore. Would have made it really hard to put a boat in, but the rest of the lake was wide open, and I've never seen that this time of year. It is really, really odd. Yeah, and you know, every place else that you know we've had ice locked up, there's still ice out there. But just looking at it from shore, it looks like it's wide open with all the water up there on top of the ice. You know, and there's some cold weather forecast. You know, we're, we're recording this, like I said, a week ahead of time, and by the time this airs, we're going to have some cooler temperatures. 
temperatures. It's going to be, according to the forecast, to be freezing at night, but I don't think we're going to have really cold stuff. But what we're going to do is we'll probably firm up what's out there. Not Maybe not make a lot more ice, but it'll firm up that six, seven inches that we had out there. Yeah, just a little bit of water on top of the ice. When it gets cold, it'll all firm back up, and you know we'll be happy as clams out on solid ice again. The good part is that the ice fishing is good right now, and a lot of the lakes that you can fish on, and they, they've got enough ice to walk out on. It's not a very far walk a lot of times. Absolutely. You know, a lot of fish this time of year are still up shallow. And, you know, with it being warm and not putting a lot of ice on, that early winter bite continues to uh, to thrive out there. And we've got a lot of fishermen that are doing pretty well out there right now. Mostly, what, pinfish? Or there's still a bunch of guys setting tip-ups for walleyes? There's some guys that are out there for walleyes, but the majority of the people that we're talking to are out there fish for panfish and northerns. You know, and the panfishing can be really good this time of the year. I know that, uh, you know, crappies, that's hit or miss because they, a lot of them are out in that basin yet, and then you can't maybe get to that. But the bluegills and sometimes perch are up shallow. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of those fish are still going to be in your um, your green weeds if you've got any in your lake right now. So an underwater camera really comes in handy scouting out some holes looking for those weeds. But fishing up shallow has been really good. Yeah, and there will be green weeds out there because you've got sunlight penetration for the ice is pretty clear and pretty you know, transparent right now, and that allows that you know, sunlight to get in there, and some of them weeds will hang on for quite a while. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I was just out on the lake this last week and uh, fishing 14 to 20 feet of water, and, uh, you know, weeds there and greens were nice and healthy, and there were lots of fish in them. So, yeah, there'll be fish there for a while. What do you recommend people try if they're going after the bluegills and, and what they can find up shallow? As far as trying baits, uh, you know, Last week, we talked about starting big for crappies, and, you know, I think bluegill should be much the same way, um, using either a, a 4 or 5 millimeter tungsten jig. You can even try uh, some of the small spoons or what have you that they're out there. You know, there's so many different companies that make uh, small spoons right now, but um, those will really select for some of the bigger bluegills in the school. And then once you select all those bigger bluegills in the school, you start making your way down your tungsten scale, you know, all the way down to a, a 3 millimeter tungsten jig and, you know, either dipping it with a plastic or a waxy, depending on the fish's mood. Well, you know, that's been one of my go-tos when it comes to bluegills. Right away, I'll get a, it's a small cast master spoon and tip it with a couple of waxies, and usually the bluegills are more than happy to jump on that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, just putting something down there that's going to get their attention, you know, I think the hardest part is holding their attention. They have a school of bluegills that comes in or a school of anything that comes in, making sure you get down there fast enough to keep that school in the area. How about the walleyes, the guys that want to go after the walleyes right now, if they want to try? I mean, usually that slows down after the first year, but we're still kind of in the first ice situation. We here. really are, and, you know, a lot of those walleyes are still up shallow right now, um, and which is a good thing because we really can't get to them as they're starting to get out deeper. But a lot of those fish are still being caught, you know, during the evening, um, some in the morning, but with even a few after dark or what have you. But a lot of guys are just setting tip-ups for them right now. You know, and once we get a little bit colder and stuff here and get more ice, uh, this guy's going to be probably some jig fishing for them. Absolutely. We've seen a little bit of that so far. Not too much. Seems like most guys are just out there tip-up fishing right now. And northern pike. I mean, we talked about that in depth. And, and actually, this last week's show here, we had uh, Eric Tui on there talking about some tips on fishing pike. There's a lot of different ways you can go after the pike. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if you're fishing tip-ups, if you're fishing, uh, you know, your iFish pros or your predators out there, lots of different ways to go target them. If you want to jig them, too, you know, with a, a big rattle bait or something like that, lots of different ways. But a lot of guys right now, they're fishing live baits. And uh, don't be afraid to throw a big dead bait on there, too. Oh, yeah. Know? Yeah, they'll go after that dead bait, especially the later we get into the year, the more they'll go after that dead bait. Absolutely, but I think, you know, the biggest key to, you know, any kind of bait down there is just make sure it has uh, some good scent to it, you know, because that's, that's what we find, especially with your dead bait. So if you got something that smells really good, they'll love it. 
Yeah, you just got to remember that if you're using the bait over, what, eight inches, eight you have inches. to use a... Eight inches, you've got to use a quick strike rig, yep. So you got two trebles in there, and that that's for the fish's safety, you know. So um, if you're using that big date, uh, bait and it takes it down whole, you're not putting that treble all the way down into a, a trophy caliber's fish, and that fish can be released safely. You know, and the other option around here, too, in some of the small lakes, as somebody wants to think about, there's some small trout lakes here and there that you can go out after, and there's probably fairly good ice on some of them. Absolutely. You know, a lot of those smaller lakes, uh, they've had really good ice, and, you know, during the wintertime, a lot of those trout will come out of that deep water that they're in the summer, and they will just cruise the shoreline. So anywhere on the shoreline, it's not like they're sitting anywhere in particular um, or holding to any kind of structure. They are just swimming all over the place in that shallow water. So um, if you've got trout lakes nearby, uh, whether it be brookies or browns or rainbows, they're all up doing the same thing right now. And then, Jarrett, I know down here at the shop, you guys have got a wide selection of ice shacks, uh, probably the best selection I've seen in uh, in the shop for quite a while. Absolutely, you know, uh, and if you're looking for one or if you're looking for a new auger or kind of anything uh, uh, for your New Year's needs or what have you, you know, we've got it here. I can't say it's all that cold where you need an ice shack right now, but hopefully by the time this thing airs, uh, people will be crawling into their shacks getting warm on the ice. And you got all you're setting up all the stuff for open water too. You know, you're setting up a lot of the Rappola stuff. You're putting in a huge selection of Rappola stuff this year. It keeps growing. Absolutely, it keeps growing. You know, we got a whole bunch of new stuff uh, coming from Rappola. We got a whole bunch of stuff that we're bringing bringing back from Rappola. Plus, you know, all sorts of new brands through it. Heavy. You know, we just got Lake Effect in for uh, our ice fishing jig assortment, and man, they have some interesting colors on some of their jigs. Definitely something worth coming in and taking a look at because there aren't a whole lot of companies out there that have a color scheme like these guys do. Yeah, if nothing else, come on in and talk fishing. Jared's always wanting to talk a little bit about crappies, especially. Absolutely. Come on in. Thanks, Jared. Thanks, John. Well, folks, you know, we need to take a break right now and hear from some of the fine sponsors that bring their show to you every week. When we come back, we'll be talking ice fishing with Haywood Area Fishing Guide Tom Leahy. So stay tuned. We'll be back right after these messages. Hunters and Anglers, Hayward Bait and Bottle is your one-stop sport and bottle shop in Hayward. They have a huge selection of ice fishing gear including portable shelters, power augers, electronics, beaver dam tip-ups, ice rods, and just about anything you'll need for ice fishing. They also have archery supplies, bows, crossbows, muzzle loaders, ammo, and much more to help you enjoy the outdoors. While you're there, check out the bottle shop for a full selection of beer, wine, and liquor too. Hayward Bait and Bottle is your one-stop sport and bottle shop. The Hayward Lakes Visitors and Convention Bureau in Sawyer County, Wisconsin welcomes you to our Northwoods hometown. No matter the season, no matter the activity, you'll always be surrounded by our great outdoors. What more could you ask for in a vacation destination? Woods, waters, world-class events. Contact us for information on lodging, dining, attractions, events, trail conditions and more. Order your free vacation guide and start planning your getaway today. Visit us at haywardlakes.com or call 1-800-724-2992. Get the deal of a lifetime on a new Lund from Hayward Power Sports. Truth is, our 2023s arrived late and we missed out on early season sales. So we have a huge inventory of them, but desperately need to make room for the 2024s. It's the perfect storm for incredible deals. From the entry-level Lund Adventure to the awesome Lund Impact XS and everything in between. They're all rigged with Mercury outboards and offered at blowout prices. Get your new Lund at Hayward Power Sports, just 10 minutes east of Hayward on Highway 77. 
Welcome back to another segment of this week's Wisconsin Northland Outdoors. And this part of the show is brought to you by the Hayward Lakes Visitor and Convention Bureau. For more information on vacationing and lodging here in the Hayward Lakes area, check out their website at haywardlakes.com. Well, folks, you know we're getting into the ice fishing season here, and on this week's show, we're talking to Hayward Area Fishing Guide Tom Leahy with some great tips on ice fishing and getting out there. Tom, good to have you on the show here, uh, talking about some ice fishing. Yeah, thanks, John, for having me. You know, we're really late making ice this year. I mean, there was guys out there. I know one of the local guides here was saying that uh, this is the first time he ever had the boat out in mid to late December, actually. Yep. And this year, John, yeah, you could have kept fishing, like musky fishing. I put my boat away the, after the first weekend of November. I think you could have gone another two weeks, probably. Oh, I know, yeah. You know, there were several, several people posted online catching muskies throughout the state here because it just, and it's not just here, uh, over northern Minnesota, I mean, there have been some incidents where people have fell through up on Upper Red Lake over there, and, you know, they're saying that they don't even have good solid ice in a lot of places, and if we don't start getting cold weather, we may not have actually drivable ice for full-size vehicles out there. Yes, or, or it may take a while. Um, you know, and, and last year was interesting. Not a lot of people drove out because well, it was almost the opposite. There was so much snow on top, so you got the slush. And then the, the ice was it, was, it was thick in spots, but a lot of it was that white ice. Maybe this year, a lot of it will be more solid ice with the less lesser snow amounts. We'll see. Well, as long as we don't get, you know, two foot of snow on top of the five, six inches of ice that we have already here. But, you know, I don't see anything in the forecast. You know, you've been out ice fishing, though, and guys are getting out. Uh, what do you uh, been after mostly, and what do you kind of tell people out there? Um, yeah, John, I haven't been able to get out as much as I'd like. I'm planning on getting out a little bit more this week, weekend. And next week, I did get out a little bit later. Um, this past weekend, I usually I'm ice fishing during Thanksgiving. Um, it was definitely not the case this year. But anyway, um, yeah, just as far as putting tip-ups out, I went to a particular lake, put tip-ups out, and we got some northern bass, walleye after dark, uh, fishing relatively shallow water, six, seven feet, and using suckers shiners and i know i'll be looking towards uh forward to doing some jigging here soon panfish crappies bluegill perch that sort of thing well i know a lot of people get get hung up too much on wanting to get out to that deep water right away and in some cases that's a good place to be that basin for crappies but you know there's a lot of fish that never get out in that deep water or don't are are in the shallower water right after that first ice and in quite a ways into the winter. Yes, and that that's something you always have to keep in mind when you're when you're doing that early ice fishing. Whatever the time period is, our early ice seems to be later this year almost. But also depends on the lake whether it's a clear lake, dark water stained lake. But a dark water stained lake look for stump fields. Um, bays that maybe are adjacent to deep water that have that weed growth or wood um you could be catching fish in four feet of water five feet eight feet ten feet it all depends on kind of what you're targeting and what kind of lake that is but it's uh it's always a matter of an experimentation 
and of course being safe. It doesn't seem to matter what type of lake, though. It's just naturally people want to get out in that deeper water. They just don't think about that four or five, six foot of water. And, you know, you and I have had some guide trips. We've, we've had phenomenal catches out of four or five, six feet of water under the ice. Yes. And if, and if it was, whether it's clear water, sometimes that clear water, you could almost you could almost sight fish them. And again, it just depends on the lake, too. But, but a lot of times, you know, you don't necessarily have to go searching for 40 feet of water and looking looking for fish that may be later clear water lake or dark water lake yeah pike though you know we've got pike and that that's a good example uh, the pike will roam around up in that shallow water too when there's perch and stuff up there that they're eating and you know it, a lot of people want to get they get hung up on want to go after walleyes uh, because walleyes are good eating fish and that's what they're after but We've got a bunch of lakes up here that have an abundance of pike in them now, and pike is actually a very good table fare. You just have to learn how to fillet them out properly. Yes, they can be really good eating, um, and you don't need a giant one. You know, maybe take pictures of the real big pike, let it go. You know, one, let's say, over 30, 35 inches, but those two-footers, those are awesome eating. And they're real clean this time of year. The water's real nice and cold. Um, the meat is firm and very enjoyable. You know, and, and usually that's a bonus catch out there when we're fishing. We're, we're after crappies. We've always got a tip-up set out. And that's the advantage we have here is able to fish three lines. So you can set a couple tip-ups out or one tip-up and a dead stick rod and then sit there with a jig rod and work on the panfish. Yes, um, tip-downs are also a great Throughout the ice fishing season, you know, not a not a new thing by any means, but there's always new models being made or guys making them, and um, that's a great way, you know, especially if you're fishing relatively shallow water, you can space out, you know, in your area, space out some of those tip-downs, have a couple tip-ups out, so it's a real nice visual thing with that rod going down, and if you're fishing eight feet of water, yeah, you set that thing two feet off bottom with a minnow on it, you might catch a crappie. You have to keep an eye on it. You know, a, a pike could come along and try to pull it in, too, but it's fun. So. Well, you know, ice fishing seems to have really changed over the last decade or so. And, you know, it, it, it just in the last 10 years, it seems like that we're starting to see all the high-tech shacks and the, the gear and electronics and all that stuff coming about. And it's actually, you could be pretty comfortable out there nowadays, out there ice fishing, where before you, you were cold. But now with the clothing, everything out there. Yes, and it. If you're looking at different shack styles for the early ice pattern, one of my favorites is is one of those lighter pop-up tents. doesn't have to be insulated by any means, um, maybe a small heater, and they do just fine. Um, a lot of guys like to use the smaller flip-style shacks, which are just nice, light, kind of dragging out. You want a giant one? Maybe not. Not one you have to pull the four-wheeler, but... Uh, you know, as far as putting your, getting your shack out with you and being comfortable without having to do a wheelhouse and a truck, it may be a while before guys can safely do that. So you have to keep that in mind. Well, I still think, you know, about getting around on the ice, the, the best tool you've got out there, I mean, we've got snowmobiles, we've got tr guys driving trucks and everything else, and you've got some pretty fancy equipment, but the best tool you can have for ice fishing is to set up a snowmobile for it because a snowmobile will get you anywhere you want to go on the lake, and, and a lot of the newer snowmobiles now have got a lot of track clearance, so if you do hit a slush pocket, if you just get on the throttle, you can kind of blow right through it a lot of times. 
Yes, the one thing to keep in mind with a snowmobile, especially if you were to use one when we have ample ice for it, um, you know, studs. Studs are always nice to have on your track, especially if you have very little snow cover, which it could be that way this winter. Um, you know, throwing stuff up into your track. Cooling the engine, um, yeah, having your components of your track not get worn out, those are important, and not slipping. Well, you bet. You, you get good carbides on the skis, and you get on that glare of ice, and you don't have studs. You ain't going anywhere, because the carbides will grab the ice, and, the, and this track will just sit there and spin. Yes. And, you know, you can rig up a snowmobile, too. Uh, you know, I've got that big Skidoo graph, 600 four-stroke, that carry all my ice fishing gear on it. I can carry a shack on it. I can carry our tow shack behind it either way. I got place to auger all my fishing gear. Uh, you kind of got a similar setup with a, with a snowmobile. You get a depth finder on it for a GPS. You know, you, you got everything you need, and you just move around to the lake and get to places that, you know, other people aren't sometimes, and that's going to be where your best fishing is. It's it's never, it, you know, on the plowed road, it seems like. It's the, the best fishing sometimes is uh, if you get away from everything. Yes, and, and if you compare this season to last season, if you didn't have a snowmobile or a machine with some sort of tracks, it was challenging. A lot of the guys with four-wheelers weren't able to get out. They would have got stuck in two feet of slush, even though there was a foot or foot and a half on, underneath of ice. Real slushy, so yeah, there's pros and cons to both. If you haven't been stuck in that slush, you you got an experience, because I've been stuck a few times in it, and it's, it's not much fun. No, it usually takes a couple guys, or three. <laughs> the sleds get really heavy you know as far as other fishing out there let's talk a little bit about the pan fishing uh you know that it that's a lot of fun in the winter time because you, especially with the electronics you got now if you've got some of the live scope sonar or the live sonar forward-facing sonar you can actually look out underneath the ice and kind of locate those schools of fish and go sit on them and, and catch fish and uh you know it's a lot of fun it is and you know it's really a really good tool for um, taking your friends out who maybe they haven't ice fished before. Guiding, of course. Um, just fishing with buddies. If you do have, if you have a whatever form of live scope and you're able to kind of, yeah, at least if anything, look for the schools of fish, less hole drilling, and you're able to kind of point out where they are, go drill a hole. And those guys are over the fish, maybe just using their Vexlar. Um, let's say well sometimes you're better off there because i'm getting a lot of reports back nowadays from minnesota and dakotas and all over the place where you know and i've seen this actually on lakes too especially the bigger fish seem to be avoiding that sonar they're feeling the pulse from that sonar because it's a it's a powerful beam coming out they're feeling that and they're avoiding it and swimming the other way or or just hiding you know and I think you're better off to use it to find your structure, find your fish, and zero in on it, and then shut it off and go back to like a Vexar flasher or just a regular sonar. Yes, and you know if if that is true, I've I've seen a little bit of that too. It certainly could take an effect on on jigging with one. So. That's actually good that that's happening somewhat too, because you know there've been some guys uh, really concerned about over harvest a species certain species of fish like crappies and and you know the better we get the better equipment we get the better fishermen we get the more we need to start thinking about how many fish we really need to keep and start just keeping enough to have a meal and throwing back fish and, and carefully releasing fish yes catch and release is very important and i always tell folks 
Hey, that's awesome. If you're able to, if we're able to get a meal for you and you guys are able to do a fish fry. Um, but then again, some folks, yeah, it's their ideal in their head to fill the freezer that it's an old fashioned mentality, but it's still a mentality that I see. And, you know, it's just about educating and informing people of the right thing to do. You bet. Well, a lot of interesting information there, Tom. Uh, I hope uh, when you get a chance to get out and get some better ice here and uh, we keep fairly busy this winter. Anybody looking for information on your guide service for the winter or for the open water coming up here a few months away, how do they get a hold of you? Yeah, John, they can check me out at TomLahyGuideService.com or 715-558-6755. Well, Tom, thank you for taking the time with our listeners here. It's been an interesting show, and uh, everybody, I hope everybody gets into a whole new year out there. Is This new year is going to be a good year for everybody. Yes, John. Same to you. Appreciate it. Well, folks, you know we need to take yet another break and hear from even more of the fine sponsors that make this show possible every week. When we come back, we've got even more ice fishing tips for you from Hayward Area Fishing Guide Steve Johnson. So stay tuned. We'll be back right after these messages. Hey, folks, come on over to Hayward Ace Hardware and check out the area's largest selection of firearms, ammo, and accessories. We carry top brands like Browning and Sig Sawyer, and we have a great selection of the newest and hard-to-find models. We've got a large selection of ammo with more coming in daily. If you need a scope, we carry great brands like Loophole, Hawk, and EOTech, and we'll even mount it and boresight it for you, too. We even sell suppressors and silencers. And don't forget to check out our Guns of the Week. Huge discounts on a variety of pistols, rifles, and shotguns that change every week. So stop on in to Hayward Ace Hardware, your firearm superstore. Hayward Ace Hardware, Highway 63 North in Hayward, or give us a call at 715-634-8700. Hayward Animal Hospital is a full-service medical and surgical hospital featuring on-site laboratory, digital and dental x-ray, in-house pharmacy, and online store. Dr. Ostrander has 40 years of experience dealing with illnesses, injuries, surgery, and dentistry. Hayward Animal Hospital offers urgent care appointments and emergency surgery daily. Please call early in the day for these appointments. They open at 8 a.m. Hayward Animal Hospital is located one mile east of Hayward on Highway B. Call 715-634-8971. If you'd like to have your time fishing be more enjoyable and productive, hiring a fishing guide can be a good investment. Whether it's learning more about fish patterns throughout the year, learning how to use your depth finder to find the best spots and fish, learn how to use that GPS to get the most out of it, or learn better boat control. A day on the water with a guide can really help you to be a better angler as well as make a day on the lake very enjoyable. To book a guide trip this year or get more information, you can find us on the internet at www.wiscnorthlandoutdoors.com and then just click on Area Guides. Welcome back to the last segment of this week's Wisconsin Northland Outdoors. And folks, you know, one of the guides that I get on here whenever I can is Hayward Area Fishing Guide, Steve Jensen. And we talked to Steve about northern pike fishing and how to be a little bit more successful out there when you're looking for pike, especially some of those bigger pike. Well, Steve, you know, uh, we're out there ice fishing now. We're getting out uh, good ice out there. Guys will be after northern pike, some on some of the lakes, especially as we get farther into the winter here. Any good tips for guys out there on finding and catching pike out here? There's some good lakes out here. Yeah, absolutely, John. You know, as far as action pike go, you know, choose the largest weed flats. Um, typically, weed flats in that 8 to 15 foot range, if you can find that deeper cabbage, are great. The bigger the flat, the more opportunities you're going to have. Um, and that's for action. And occasionally, you'll get a big fish off those spots. 
spots, but if you really want to target big pike, then I would say target some of the rocky structures and, and fish a little bit deeper in that 10 to maybe even as much as 25 foot depth range and uh, spend some time on those rocky structures for those bigger pike. Usually you'll find the bigger ones there. What do you use for bait on them? You know, honestly, I've caught them on everything from jigging spoons to jigging rapalas as far as, far as artificials go um, to a large golden shiners is probably our preferred bait, but large northern suckers work as well. And of course, dead bait always works for pike as well, too. You know, a lot of guys use tip ups, but you can also catch them jig fishing for them, too. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's a lot of fun to do that. And we'll usually do a combo deal where we throw down a few tip ups and then have, have guys run around jig. And, you know, there's a lot of great jigging lures on the market today, and it's a lot of fun. It adds a little bit of, a, you know, excitement to it instead of just sitting and waiting. You can have a little bit of action while you're while you're doing that as well and along with uh, pan fish and everything else say your depth finders and using your electronics and believing what they tell you is important yeah absolutely again especially when you're targeting that deeper water electronics becomes even more crucial um but certainly it helps you locate areas locate spots that have fish and you'll know, also see the bait fish that they're feeding on on the graphs as well you know and you can also find a lot of good areas just by using the, the new graphs with the new mapping systems absolutely you know john i run on gps i have for many many winters now and i run off a lake map just like i do in the summertime and um it amazes me how people fish without something like that anymore i can literally go on a lake that i've never been on and go right out to a mid-lake hump and and fish it fairly precisely so a uh, great tool for that and it helps me for figuring out how structures lay out and, and a reference point and things like that so a uh, great great tool to have and something that i rely on every day well, Steve, uh, anybody information on your guiding? Uh, you want to get that out? Yeah, if anybody wants to get a hold of me for ice fishing, it's my cell phone is 715-558-3709, or you can get a hold of me on the web at fishhunts.com. Thanks, Steve. You betcha. Well, folks, you know, we're about out of time for this week's show. I'd like to remind everyone out there that if you miss a show, go to our website at wnoradio.com. From there, you can link to, to our podcast site, and the show is also on Spotify and Google Podcasts every week. And also, if you're looking for information on vacationing and lodging here in the Hayward Lakes area, check out the Hayward Lakes Visitor and Convention Bureau website at haywardlakes.com. Thanks for listening, folks. We're out of time, and we'll be back again next week with another interesting show for you. Listen with me, I'm going to take you there to our Wisconsin outdoors, our Wisconsin outdoors. This program has been produced and hosted entirely by Wisconsin Northland Outdoor Communications. Any and all views expressed are not necessarily those of the station.